given to us and we are only stewards. Even the life we have. Somebody say, I'm planning for next year. James say, why do you, James was right. He said, why do you boast? I will do this, I will do this. As if it's in your power. You're not saying by the grace of God. And it's not literally to say by the grace of God. It's the attitude and the consciousness in humility and meekness that the life you're planning for next year can only be if you're giving it. The day a man's life is required, he's gone. There is nothing to boast about. I want you to put Psalms um, 89 verse 17 to 18. If you can, the message translation, I would like it in the message translation. Psalm 89 verse 17 to 18. Psalm 89 verse 17 to 18. And if we are there, can you read with me? One to go. I'm not hearing you, please. Come on, come, let me hear you. One to go. Beauty has gotten inside of us. You have been so good to us. We are walking on the air. Aha. This month, I'm going to be walking on the air. <laughs> Aha. Verse 18. Shout it aloud. One to go. All we are and have. We owe to God, the holy God of Israel, our King. One more time. So why will I withhold my praise? The voice I have. Some are dumb, they can't sing, and yet they praise God. Why will I withhold my sacrifice? Somebody say, but pastor, it is my heart, my heart and money. It is my heart and money. You know, we were visiting some of our people that laid to rest one of their parents here and there. And um, every time, the Bible says it's better to go to the house of mourning than to the house of feasting. Because in the house of mourning, you are sober. You reflect on the deeper meaning of life. And um, one of our dear sons in the house and our daughters, their mother um, was laid to rest. And I was with one of our pastors who came from outside um, to join me to, for the condolence. And he said to me, he said, Pastor, look at this woman now. This hit home, and it hits very home to us because she was like a mother to lamb, you know, especially in her beginning days. I mean, her house was lamb's house. My wedding food was cooked in her house. She baked cake for my wedding for free, and not that cake, just for me. And she, you, you can't tell her goodness to different lamites, you know, in one capacity or another, all the Elamites have great testimonies about her. And um, while she was lying, um, we were looking at the grave. They covered the grave, put off flowers. The pastor said to me, "Say, Pastor, now so she don't go with that." Then I asked, 
who will inherit her professorship? All the plans she made for next year, where is it? And she's a daughter of Zion. You can't say it can't happen to you. No, we don't pray that way. That's pride. We pray, Father, lengthen our days to fulfill our purpose. Once your purpose is done, it's not the duration, it's the donation. Once your purpose is done, you're done. Untimely death, as people call it, is not how you know those who don't have faith and God didn't have mercy on them. No, people take these things wrongly. Everybody, nobody wants, all of us want to live to an old ripe age and it's part of the blessings of the Lord for us. But my brother was in the Lord at the age of 24. He was actually the president of NCCF at that moment, the whole state president at Ogun State coordinating them and firing for the Lord when he had an accident and died. I, I, you can't say Pastor David is better than him. Actually, my brother was better behaved. The naughty one was me. Naughty one. If God had to choose, he would have chosen him. Do you understand that all of us, all these things we are doing here, that we owe it to all to God. All we are, somebody say, all I am. Now say, all I have. So if God asks for it, let it go. He's the owner. He gave it. Let it go. And by the way, nobody is dying before his time. Let me shout, let me hear you shout a big amen. In the name of Jesus. Devil, I do not permit you to touch any life. Not mine, not anyone connected to me, not anyone under the sound of my voice. You and I will fulfill the length of our days in the name of Jesus. Let me hear an emphatic amen. amen. Number three. The third reason we give God thanks and offer praise to him. Write it down. Everything I am, I am by his grace. Everything I am, I am by his grace. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 12. Everything I am, I am by his grace. Verse 10, sorry, please. Not verse 12. Yeah, this verse. And let us read. I, I want to just find one neighbor by your side. Do you still know their names? Hook up with one. Just hook up with one. Not more than one. If you're the odd man out, hook up with two. All right, call them by their names. 
till now you don't even know that once you enter church you introduce yourselves that's money sitting by your side great opportunity sitting by your side don't look down on anybody I'm telling you don't look down one of my dear pastor friends a senior friend told me he said we are starting up a church with only students very small and he said one of the doors God opened for her inside that small fellowship was one lady. She, they went first time I just went to visit her with the brethren. It happened that she was from the north. And the father wasn't the one that is connected. She was a niece to the emir of their place. Notable emir. I'm not going to say more than that. And that was how they had a connection from one thing to another thing and that's just from someone and that was the person training her in school then he told me said pastor one of the things that God used to shift our ministry the Lord opened the door he said it was the first time I was going to minister outside the shores of Nigeria and the first time um, he was going to minister in the United States he was a young boy a young boy. He said, when he comes to church, he wears slippers, flip-flop, dressed like nothing. Just there. If you see him, you know he's nothing. Well, he looked like nothing. Very young boy. He's somebody that you will see in church, you will ignore him. He said, but the Lord taught him never to look down on a human being. Not their age, not their looks, never value human beings and that was how when he he got a scholarship being very intelligent and traveled traveled I started attending a church a white man pastoring the church and the white man met him and loved him and then started noticing something different about him he now started talking to the white man about the pastor and was giving him all the pastor's tips. That was how. One day, the white man encountered a solution through what he was ministering, what he was asking God for. And the white man said, can we reach your pastor? That was how. He said the money they gave him when he was coming back from that trip shifted their ministry 10 years ahead. So if you like, keep looking for who is carrying car. Every time God brings a person around you, a miracle is sitting by your side. That's why the earth is inherited by the meek. The proud can't see it. They can't see beyond the apparent. Please, never joke with people around you. Human beings are God's treasures. They are miracles. A miracle is sitting by your side. Tell your neighbor, thank you for being my miracle. Hallelujah. Now call your neighbor by his or her name. Say, Mr. David. Can we read this scripture together? Now read it together with him or her. I want to go. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was what.
How many of you feel like you're very hardworking? Please, if you know you're, you're not very hardworking, don't lie in the presence of God. If you know, say, walk, they tire you. But if you boldly know you're a very hardworking person, raise your hands. Wave it, let me see. Okay. Now, hear this. For you to be a very hardworking person, hardworking person, God says grace. Because you would have wanted to work hard and one minor event will limit it. One accident and someone's plan is changed. Somebody has one sickness and pain. The energy level to now do what he planned to do is no longer there. One sweep of negative event. And the fact that you have the strength the passion, the tenacity, the zeal, the motivation, and the drive to move and to work hard. Paul says, I labored more abundantly than everybody else. What audacity, what boldness. And yet he said, yet not I. Can you recognize that the fact that you labor more than others is grace working in you? Can you recognize that you're not superior? That you're not better? Is grace. There was a time, you know, as the Lord begins to raise you, especially among your relatives, um, everybody wants to collect from you. And they can start treating you like ATM. So a particular time, those earlier days, I almost started getting a little uncomfortable with the kind of demands that were being put on me. And the Lord just told me, he says, son, he said, calm down now. I want you to make a choice. I said, because I must raise someone in this family. He said, I'm the one that takes care of a cow without a tail. You have to make a choice. Should you be the one giving or you should be the one begging? I didn't think about it. I said, Past, I said, Father, it's done. The pressure of people asking from you is better than the pressure of you asking from them. All get pressure, but there is one that is a better pressure. <laughs> anyway, I ended no more complaints. No more complaints. If it's not there at that moment, I will say, oh, it's not there. Let's see what the Lord can do. If the Lord said, don't give to the person, I say, I'm not giving to you straight away. There is nothing you can do. If it is there and I'm, I'm, I have the power, I joyfully give it. I ended. The Lord said, do you want to be the one begging? Because you're not better than them. I raised you to help them. I said, what? He said, yes. May you be raised to help others. May you be lifted to lift others. Above only shall you be in the name of Jesus. We believe you have been blessed by this podcast. Join us next week to renew your spirit and mind. You got testimonies or inquiries? Kindly reach out to us via www.mylamworld.com or call us on 080 62